you are listening to the gentle project podcast all about kindness and i am your host irene kartik today's guest joins us all the way from australia he is on a mission to impact 10 million lives with his work He is also known as the bucket list guy. So let's get talking to Travis Bell. Good morning Travis. Good so, morning. <laughs> welcome to the Gentle Project podcast and it is lovely to have you with us today. I'm very very happy to be on Oren and uh hello all Gentle Project people out there. Stoked to be on. great to have you uh in fact uh, you know when i was preparing for the uh, discussion with you today uh yeah i have been thinking a lot in terms of the bucket list and how it actually uh the meaning of bucket list is so much beyond what we normally think that okay you got to go somewhere or you know there are two or three things that you plan to do uh before you actually end your life but mm. i'm really excited to you know kind of get more uh, insights into how you do it but before that i wanted to ask you when did you write your first bucket list yeah that's a good question i um i've been well i've been known as the bucket list guy for about 10 years uh but before that when i was actually 18 i i wrote a list to do before i die um and i actually wrote it down on a scrap piece of paper and it was always by my side um since the age of 18 and there were some stupid things on there <laughs> that i look back on now and you know they're, they're really irrelevant now but some things i actually did so it was kind of like an early early bucket list before bucket list even before the movie came out my list to do before i die so wherever i went around in university or shared housing and that sort of thing i had my little blue folder with my my list to do before i die um <clears throat> that i always reflected on that i that i recalibrated on that i added stuff to cross stuff off um and then uh, yeah it was uh and it was always my my reason for getting out you know one of the reasons for getting out of bed in the morning gave me that sense of hurry up my my tangible why if you know what i mean and then i i my first business i actually i i grew it was in the personal fitness training industry here in australia and um founded and franchised a chain of personal fitness training studios so it was my first business and we we grew a big business with that but one thing led to another and um i i slipped into a state of depression you know some toxic people in my life and you know things things happen and um it was i think we've all kind of as coaches we've all got a, like a breakdown before breakthrough moment or confusion before clarity kind of moment and uh so slipped into a, a state of depression it was mild compared to what i hear now but um instead of going on heavy antidepressants um that really mask the problem that just put a bandaid over the problem i summed up the courage got right into personal development um tried to get to the 
I guess the root cause of what I was going through to understand the psychology of what I was going through. So I did a heap of seminars, read a heap of books, got around good people, um, had to push myself to do it though. And after about a year, year and a half, um, I was in one of these seminars and a friend said, Hey, why don't you, why don't you teach this stuff? And, uh, and then I, and I put on a talk, I invited about 50 people to come along to that talk. And I package in all the stuff that I've been learning and all from my entrepreneurial journey as well, all the NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, all the positive psychology stuff that I've been, uh, I've been learning, all the personal development tools, put on my own talk. And then um, about halfway through that talk, I started sharing the fact that I had a list to do before I die, always, you know, always written down since I was 18. And I quickly figured after asking the group, you know, how many... How, how many of you have got a list that's similar to this actually written down, like out of your head and actually written down. And uh, I realized really quickly, I was the only freak in the room. <laughs> so I said, why, why do you get out of bed now? Why are you in business? Why, you know, um, and, and most people's responses when asked about goals, it's, it's normally three of them pay off the house, put the kids through school, do a bit of travel when I'm older. Yeah. I'm possibly sicker. So I started sharing my list, it inspired the group. And then right at the end of it, Joe, one of the participants there said, hey, how's all this list to do before you die stuff? It's really inspired everyone. It's like a bucket list. You're like the bucket list guy. And I went, bing, light bulb moment and went home and registered the bucketlistguy.com. And I've been doing that ever since. That was 10 years ago. Wonderful. That, that's a long time that you've been doing that. And uh, in fact, uh, I, I was just asking around my family and friends and I figured out that not everybody takes the bucket list seriously. I mean, they confuse it with goals. Okay, I need to build a house. But how do you see the difference? I think uh, people have that misconception about what a bucket list should be versus what your goal. Yeah, I think when most people set goals, they, they set goals around the vehicle around the vehicle that, that they find themselves in, whether it be in their career, their job, their business, and they set monetary goals, you know, money goals or, or um, you know, the goals that you hear of, of most, you know, build a house, you know, um, get a university degree, uh, you know, become a dad, become a mom, um, get up to this certain level of maybe income. But um I, for, for some reason, I, I'm not happy with that. And, and a lot of people, to be honest, a lot of people don't even write goals down to start off with. You know, and Irene, you probably know this, that we get a 42% more likelihood of them actually showing up, actually manifesting if you actually just write goals down. So at the start, I don't care what the goal is, whether it's a bucket list item or whether it's a goal, just write the thing down to start off with. And you're already ahead but write the goal down and have a process for reviewing it for not just writing it down once, but reviewing it um, uh, on a more frequent basis and maybe rewriting it on a more frequent basis. But the, the real, the real difference between goals and uh, bucket list items, bucket list items are all achievement based goals. All right. And I, I did a Ted talk a few years ago um, where I introduced and unpacked a concept called the My Bucket List Blueprint. 
It's a 12 letter acronym for how to create a personally meaningful and holistic bucket list. And there's some really random things on there. It's designed in a way to help you go sort of north, south, east, west in your own brain and extract and articulate a personally meaningful and holistic list. And it's not, you'll be surprised by what actually comes out of you when you actually do this process. And so I, and that gives us a really good sense of what a tangible life plan looks like. So, so I say a bucket list is a tangible life plan. It's a very meaningful and personal, tangible life plan. It's not what a financial planner you know, uh, gives us. It's not what our mum and dad or our peer group or our partner gives us. It becomes a very personalised plan. I say a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan and not be the other way around. So it gives you a really good sense of that work to live kind of principle. And their end steps. These are... These bucket list items are tangible end steps. Um, they're, they're what they call achievement goals. Okay, there's two types of goals. There's achievement goals, like a bucket list item, where you can get to the end of it and go, yeah, I ticked it off and I ticked it, tick it before you kick it. There we go. Um, and you've, then you've got habit goals. Now, habit goals is like drinking four litres of water per day. That's a habit goal, all right, that you build into your daily habits. And you might have a bunch of habit goals that lead on to the achievement goals um, or might be part of the journey towards achieving that, uh, achieving that, uh, that bucket list item or that, that achievement goal. But the two do, do get confused, you know. Um, so I say that, you know, a lot of people's goal setting is, is uh, one that, number one, not done. Number two, um, uh, when you say bucket list, it actually it, it actually inspires more people. It inspires more people to to think beyond just the time and money that they want to create in their life, um, because you know time and money is what is produced from the vehicle um, that we involve ourselves on a, normally on a day to day basis, which is our job, business, or career, right? It, but a bucket list is so personal, and that's what I love about it. Um, but it's not about it, it, it. It's not about the bucket list item as such. It's really about how a person reverse engineers their you know every aspect of their life in order to make you know this come to fruition. It's a growth of them on this journey towards these self-imposed destinations. But more importantly, it's about the person that exists on the other side. Then that's the person that we don't know yet. So, you know, that's called our potential. I, I want people to get excited about our potential. And the other side of your bucket list is you, you, that you do not know yet. Um, so I think the big answer there is it's a lot more personal and a lot more holistic. And um, they're achievement-based goals, not like oh, I want to lose weight. You know, that's not a that's more of a habit kind of goal. Um, it's like, all right, well, if you want to lose weight, what do you want to do when you do lose the weight? You know, a lot of people put that, that, that back on. But uh, look, at, at the end of the day, if you're writing any goal down, let alone a bucket list item, I think you're uh, at an advantage compared to the rest of the world anyway. A bucket list is just more fun. It is. It <laughs> let's, is. Be, let's, let's be honest, yeah. In fact, I, I have some... Uh questions because i i went through some of the aspects of the bucket list um, plan that you have 
and uh, but i'll touch upon that later but uh, the next question that i had was that what was one of your most unforgettable experiences while completing some of your uh, taking off some of your items in, on your bucket list well uh, um is this a is this a, a pg or an r rated uh it depends on what where are we at with this your audience um because <laughs> i've done some pretty crazy things um oh stuff it well i was in i was a a life drawing a nude life drawing model for an art class this is about you know conquering the fears and all that sort of thing and and so uh this is the one that i still need probably therapy around but at the end of the day at the end of the day it was one of the most memorable i've got all the travel things you know i've done some amazing travel adventures with people all around the world and 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 especially my dad it's it's how you know dad and i have really connected by doing big hikes mount kilimanjaro mount everest um machu picchu together um the kokoda track in papua new guinea um and suffice to say what was a what was a uh not so good relationship is now a great relationship um because of that and because of these bucket list items um doing a ted talk you know um was uh, definitely a bucket list item i was really scared about doing that even though i'm a speaker but that was uh, in front of 2000 people me being on a red on a 3 by 3 red dot with four cameras on me was like a cage monkey um i've got a book coming out called the my bucket list blueprint in about a month's time um and uh you know these sorts of things are great but yeah it's a, it's a little things like uh you know being a nude model for an art you know an art class which was absolutely terrifying um but it's about the you know conquering fears and this sort of thing so um yeah i've got some uh, i've got some stories around that one but make make you know i guess you know if you're going to put stuff like that on your list it's like why would you even want to put that on your list uh uh but you got to put things on there that that challenge you um you know and big or big or small you know doing a lot of people put oh yeah I want to do a marathon or I want to you know do a bungee jump or a skydive these are all the textbook things but look you know get out of your comfort zone do your first 5k run you know that that could be the thing that challenges you the most um and i think the cool thing about bucket list there's a whole bunch of little things that you can do like right now even with the whole covid lockdown you, you and crossing off those smaller ones gives you gives you the momentum and motivation to smash through the bigger ones you know when the why is strong enough the how will work itself out a lot of people don't even write goals down like i said before don't even write down goals in the first place because of fear of success and fear of failure they don't want to disappoint themselves so they don't even write anything down so first step write it down second step ascertain your level of inspiration 10 i'm really inspired to do this one can't be bothered yeah you know, on there should be a whole bunch of 5 6s 7s 8s 9s and 10s you know um you got to be inspired by your list you got to be inspired to go after it and um and then look at the low hanging fruit so to speak what are the ones that you can do like right now that are only a phone call away or a booking away or a deposit away 
a lot of people think that their bucket list is all about travel and really expensive wonders of the world kind of travel. And that's a misconception, you know? So put those smaller ones on and that gives you that sense of accomplishment, which is what we need right now. Absolutely. In fact, uh, that that's something that I've seen that when it comes to bucket list, it's always the grand items that, you know, feature but uh, you, you made a very important point. The small things are so important. And especially with COVID, I think uh, we've seen, at least in the near, uh, the circle that I uh, interact with, there's a lot of uh, recalibration, you know, uh, reflection that is happening in terms of purpose. So do you see... Uh, because I know you would have now shifted to the online format of uh, coaching and getting workshops done. So do you see more people actually getting interested in aligning? Yeah, yeah we, we have right around the world. We've got, we've got now um, certified bucket list coaches in, uh, that's people teaching our stuff that we train them up and we certify them to teach our stuff. Um, now in 22 countries around the world, and we've we've found that over COVID, we've more and more people, more and more companies, and we do programs from families to Fortune 500 companies, and um, and we're finding more and more people are doing our programs now, um, because that that people are recalibrating on um, their happiness, they're, they're recalibrating on what gives them meaning, purpose, and fulfillment. Um, uh, and, and a lot of people, you know, because I use the American statistic that 87% of people in America who go to work every day, they what they call disengaged, you know, disengaged. That means that 87% of people are going to work every single day and not liking what they do. And that's that's pretty depressing, isn't it? And, and that leads, that, that sort of lifestyle design, those choices lead to the stats climbing, which is depression going up, anxiety going up, um, suicides, youth suicides, the overprescription of antidepressants. Um, we've even got this thing called the loneliness epidemic now. Um, and so these stats are climbing. So something's broken. You know, COVID's just made it worse. So yeah, we've, we're getting calls up by companies saying, look, we just want a positive excuse to bring everyone together and share and, you know, and not talk about work. Um, so, and, and we live in this weird kind of uh, new normal, which is, you know, everyone's working out their own definition of what their work-life blend looks like and working more from home, less commuting, more online, you know, um, and, and, and yeah, but people making some legitimate choices about how that, how that, looks like in the in the next um in the years to come companies are changing cultures are changing trying to maintain a sense of culture with a with a remote work team is extremely difficult so doing our programs really helps them to do that and so um yeah that's that's the that's the kind of long answer but uh I think I think everyone's you know the writer in the world has taken a big collective collective deep breath in and recalibrated, which has been a good thing. A lot of families have become closer closer together, which is great. There's a lot of people still angry about you no. Know, let's go back to how we were. It's like, dude, you know, it's been six eight months now. Like, get over it. Uh, 
if you haven't adapted or innovated by now, you're dead in the water. So I think it's been um, probably what we needed. I mean, that that's true. Uh, I see that all around and people kind of more, this is a conscious collectiveness somewhere thinking about uh, the purpose and meaning of life, which is good. Mm. Uh, the, the other question was that, do you think that, uh, do you see a certain age bracket of people? Because what I've seen is uh, either you have the very young people who already, you know, they have a bucket list or you have people during the middle age, no. for example, I'm, I'm 40. And then suddenly I'm realizing that, okay, there are certain things, goals are there, but maybe one or two items on the bucket list are there, but maybe I need to really think about it. So do, do you see people from all age groups actually uh, coming people, for uh, people who are North of 40? Definitely need to do more bucket list bucket listing one of the quotes that i'm quoted on quite a bit is people are dying at 40 and being buried at 80. you know what it's like you know you you, you hit 40 and we've got the uh, average age of death is about 80 right so half it's half it's over but a lot of people give up they get to the they get the kids they get the house they've done the education they've got the career they're in a so, so, and that's all well and good. And if you're happy, excellent, great. Probably switch off this podcast right now and stop watching, stop listening, just switch it off. But the fact it still remains that depression, anxiety, all these statistics are climbing, climbing, climbing. So something's broken. We're unconsciously just, just maybe sleepwalking through our life. We're existing, not living. We're living by default, not by design. We're living in the shadow of what our parents and what, and what the education system wanted for us. And so um, I think uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of unhappiness out there or dissatisfaction out there or unfulfillment out there that people um, don't know how to go after it. And you know, all I'm offering is another perspective here um, to, to stop living by default, live by design, you know, and, and be more intentional, be more purposeful towards what you want to go after. Um, because I've, I've heard it over the last 10 years, I've heard of so many people who are just admittedly being uh, on Groundhog Day, you know, sleepwalking through their life. And, and uh, you know, maybe that's maybe what I what I talk about is, and our coaches talk about is, just raising raising the consciousness of that, and and helping people to become more aware, uh, not to make their life any more complicated or confusing, but just um, offer another filter to look at their life through. Um, the, the time is short, and you know, I want to wake people up before they get given a use by date. You know, we don't know when that's going to happen. So, so, and by the way, this is not just about, you know, bucket list item. What, I, what I've been teaching for the last 10 years, I, I created this to help me, you know, to, to help, what I, help me what I was going through. And I know it has for a lot of other people. But this is all mostly all based on positive psychology with just this bucket list brand over the top of it to make it more tangible and cooler for people to, to get involved in. But there's... And we've done programs. We've got a program called BL4K, Bucket List for Kids. 
and we do programs for senior citizens. There's no ideal target market um, at all. And, um, you know, but if you're in a place where you need to be woken up, then this will really hit you between the eyes. If you're not, maybe not. Interesting. Uh, because uh, yeah i mean uh, what you said is that i think uh, it, it it is that moment when you actually realize that okay you really need to go and do something about it but i also saw a very beautiful thing in your uh, you know uh, plan that you share of course uh, i heard it in one of your interviews was that uh, kindness because general project the underlying theme is kindness i just wanted to touch yeah. upon that so yeah. you have that uh, one suggestion of doing kind acts for others. Kind so. acts for others. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I created this because um, because most bucket lists, when, when I cr created the My Bucket List Blueprint, was um, it was all mostly about travel. You know, I want to go here, I want to go. And that's how most people think of bucket lists. And it's most travel takes up the most time and the most money is no, no wonder people, you know, maybe think negatively about bucket lists. Um, but where it really rounds out is two, two sections in that blueprint is kind acts for others. You know, this is in my early days, my list was, yeah, sure. All about me, but now it's about we, and as you get older, it's about the, the, the other things that you can do for people the kind acts, um, the, 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 the items on your list that you can involve other people, your family, your ecosystem, the, the, the community in. Um, you know, what's something that really pisses you off that you want to do something about once and for all? What, who's out there doing something that you really admire the way they're doing it? And how can you become a part of that um, and add value there? But, but you know, or where, what's something that you've been personally affected by, you know, and, and doing something about that. Now, this is not just about being a kind person. I mean, let's assume that uh, that helping helping old people, you know, find a seat on the bus to paying for someone else's coffee, coffee or, or helping someone do something. And that's just normal daily life. That's not a bucket list item. That's it being a nice person <laughs> um, but it's the kind acts that you can do for other people you know that that the, the bigger ticket kind of items it's this category and it's also the l lever legacy piece where you can think about be, you know go beyond yourself how do we want to be remembered um you know after we're gone and and this really helps the scrambles a person at the start but it really rounds out the, of course, we've got the travel, we've got the, the fears that we want, we've got the challenges, things that we want to do, the people that we want to meet and stuff. But this, uh, these two categories really rounded out. Yeah, I mean, I found that very interesting. And in fact, uh, the entire uh, uh, bucket list, it is just, I think it is a pure personal transformation at the end of the day. It is the journey that you take with your different experiences that you choose. Uh, so that's, that's. Yeah. It's not, and it's not just about doing one thing and then, and then doing another. It's, it's, it's a snowball effect. It's a, um, it's a compound effect 
of uh, doing all of these things all at the same time. And, and that, 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 that now creates a life plan, right? And uh, once you cross it off, you know, cross it off on your future to-do list, it goes on your reverse bucket list. And your reverse bucket list is all the things that you've done in your life up until this point, as if they were in a bucket list all the way along. So, you know, here's Trav's, you know, theory on life is uh, have a heap of stuff on your, your, on your to-do list bucket list, on your future bucket list, cross them off and then put them on your reverse uh, bucket list, find a vehicle that produces the time flow and the cash flow um, that you love doing and it hits your internal, you know, your internal rule book, which is your values and you like what you do, you're of service to the world, that your community, it makes you feel good. I think that's the holy grail. Bang. <laughs> yes, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it covers all the spheres of our life. I mean, if you actually think over it, so... Yeah. How can somebody, uh, you know, reach you or reach, um, enroll for the program if they want to? Yeah, I mean, people can connect with me through the bucketlistguide.com. If they want to check out Bucket List Coach, uh, go to bucketlistcoach.com. They can jump onto one of our weekly, free weekly webinars and, and find out more about that. So we run a couple of webinars each week at bucketlistcoach.com or they can connect with me on you know, social media, mainly Instagram, I think these days is uh, bucketlistguide.travbell and send me a direct message. Oh, I've got a challenge for you too, uh, Irene, and all sure. the gentle project listeners and watchers. Go watch my TED Talk, which is called Life's Too Short by Trav Bell. Go and watch it. Go through the My Bucket List Blueprint. Create your bucket list, like literally uh, write it all down and send it to me, trav at thebucketlistguide.com. I challenge you. I have superpowers that can make this stuff come to fruition. And the, but the first step is you doing your share and writing this stuff down, getting it out of your head, separating your daily to-do list from your bucket list, writing it down, sending it to me. And we can make you accountable around that. I'm going to do that for sure. Definitely. You're going to get it from me. Uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll send it across. I think awesome. uh, uh, it was really lovely talking to you, but I had one last question for you. Sure. which is what is your one advice for the listeners to make the world a little more better the world is a great place but what is that one thing that you want people to do i don't i don't like that that word little i like how can we just make the world better like and go freaking huge um i well, look, I'm going to I'm going to steer it back to to what I've been talking about. Um, your bucket, your own personal bucket list, is 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 an opportunity for you to take time out of your life to work on your life, and it's an opportunity to put your own oxygen mask on first before you can help others. It'll help you be the leader in your life that will have a, a an, an amazing ripple effect to your kids, to your business partners, to your partners, to your friends and family, everyone around you, if you show up as a leader in your life. This is a self-leadership exercise because, you know, um, and, and that's what we need more in the world. You know, people who are more enthusiastic, more, more fun, more adventurous, more glass half full rather than half empty, 
who are doing kind acts for others, leaving a legacy, but also looking out after themselves. And I think we live in a world where, you know, and I know that you're like this, Irene, you want to help other people, but first you've got to help yourself. Like I give you, like one of the most common things that I hear is after, you know, I do a seminar or something like this, people say, thank you for giving me permission to dream again. Thank you for giving me permission to take time out and concentrate on myself. It's like, dude, what happened? What happened? All right. Sure. We love helping other people. Um, but first, let's help ourselves. Let's show up. Like Gandhi said, you know, be the example for others. To, uh, uh, be the example for others that, that you want to see in the world. What did he say? Something like that. Uh, yeah. Um, be the change be, that you want. Uh, be the change. Yeah, there we yeah. go. That's the tattoo. Um, be the change that you want to see in the world, you know, and, uh, and rather than finger pointing saying you should, you must, you have to, you need to be, you know, there's three fingers pointing back at you when you point that finger. So how about you being the change for others to follow? Start with your own bucket list. Start being that person that, I don't know, I like, I like dealing with a bucket lister. You know, they're the kind of person that um, when you catch up with them, you feel you feel fulfilled. You feel there's an energy flow that comes from them versus the kind of person where you catch up with them and you feel like you need a wash or a holiday afterwards. So <laughs> don't be that person, be this person. No, I think what you said absolutely makes sense. You, we need to have our own oxygen mask before we are able to do some, I mean, help or we whatever we are we uh, set out to do. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and the world needs more leaders. Simple as that. Absolutely. I think that that's a lovely thought to sign off and uh, wrap up the show. So, thank you so much, Trav, for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you. I hope you found meaning in the conversation that we had today. And I hope you take time out to write your own bucket list. Well, that was a lovely conversation and I'm going to leave you with some food for thought. It is a beautiful passage written by Mark Twain and it goes like this. 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the things you did do. So throw off the bowlines, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. And I hope you do the same. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and you enjoy listening to our show. It would be wonderful if you could leave us a review or a rating or feedback to improve the show. You can do so by writing to us at thegentleproject.kindness at gmail.com. This is a humble attempt to nudge the world towards a little bit more of kindness, compassion and all things that make us human. And if you want, you could leave us voice notes through Anchor. So until next week, stay safe and stay kind.